we were talking last night about like the first time we got our periods and had like really bad cramps and we're like is this the end is this when we die and i was like that was also what it was like the first time i had heartburn every time something bad happens for the first time you're like well this is the end goodbye (laughs) and if you have adhd every time is like the first time (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And welcome to You Can't Do That, a podcast about hockey. I am Rave, and the one eliminated player I would like to invite to the SCF as a spectator is uh, Brayden Holpe's mom, actually. Uh, she's not technically a player, but I'm going to bring her into the arena because she's great to watch. She gets really invested. We've seen we've seen lots of footage of her during the Caps Cup run, uh, and I think she deserves to watch a fun game. Agreed. De-stress. You're welcome here. Love that. Uh, I'm Eva, and the eliminated player I'm going to bring into the uh, Stanley Cup final as a spectator is Brent Burns for beer drinking reasons. Yeah. <laughs> he is living such an interesting life. Does he have like zebras on his like homestead or something weird? I know he has antelopes. Okay. And a shark tooth. I don't know what he's up to, but I'm interested. So I would like to chat about it. (laughs) That is why I would like to bring him. He is fun. He could slam a beer with me and he could tell me whatever he's doing with his zebras or whatever weird animal he has. Oh, that'd be so fun. I'm Kelly and the eliminated player I would like to invite is Elias Pettersson. (gasps) Um, I invite Elias because uh, I actually love his facial expressions number one and I think he would do a really good withering stare and also Mm. he'd make really good wincing faces he just like has a very expressive little face yes number two I would actually like him to work as a correspondent and I would like him to show up to the Las Vegas Golden Knights uh, press things (laughs) and I would like him to stand there and either A not say anything and just stare at them or B, ask a question that really makes them reevaluate their life choices. Oh. Is this so this would be for before the finals? Yeah. You want you want him to have been there when the Golden Knights were there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I blacked out for a second because I just was so delighted by this image. I want <laughs> I want him to do it to any team. I don't really care which team. Literally any team. But in yeah. my head, I, I I guess I blacked out and forgot that the team I wanted to win won. <laughs> We're gonna, we haven't gotten through to that part of the outline. There's yet. only been one game of the Stanley Cup finals, so I haven't like cottoned on yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of on, <laughs> let's go on to uh, our little warm up game. A little warm up game. Uh, earlier, we were talking about. Oh, that's right. I didn't even say what we're gonna be doing today. No. That's right. It's a surprise. So today. We're not going to the warm-up game yet. Today, we will be waiting for a warm-up game. We will be making it to the big party with the drunkest girls in the league. Woo! We will be reuniting with an old friend who's come a long, long way. Uh, and we will be trading Eric Stahl to Buffalo without his consent. Uh, so let's let's do this, fellas. Let's do it. Um, so the, the, the little warm-up game I was thinking, I kind of ran out of ideas. Mood. Yeah. So it's going to be called Let It Go, Let It Go. Uh, And what we're going to do is I am going to name a Disney princess, and I want you to tell me which hockey or hockey teams is she. 
who is her little animal sidekick. You can just, you know, you can do whatever you want. So I'm going to name some, not all. I know there's a very sharp semantic debate about the Disney princesses. So these will, in fact, be Disney heroines. They're not all princesses. You're welcome. (laughs) Don't tell me you give a shit about Disney princess (laughs) semantics. No, I don't. I do not. That's that's just it's just north of musical theater. So I know that's not you. Hey, do you want to hear something wild though? This is unrelated, yes, but do. it relates to musical theater. Do you know what I said to Elle the other night? Let's watch a musical. What? I- what? We watched Les Mis. What's happening? What? Well, you like Les Mis. I do you like Les Mis, but Les Mis. it's still that's the, it's one still of the three weird. musicals you like. Yeah. There's but- what are the other? There's two more. I only thought I thought it was just Les <laughs> one Mis. more. I was being generous. I was hoping there's a slot open. There might be. For cats. Uh, it's, it's Les Mis and Mamma Mia, but um, mm-hmm. we, I, I don't know. I Something came into my heart and I said, I want to see some people sing. It was really weird. This is a weird year, man. I know. Stuff's happening. Anyway, uh, just Les Mis hit different in 2020. Um, yeah, I bet. The exploitive landlords and suffering proletariat and wondering why we don't deserve to live a comfortable life just because of capitalism. <laughs> anyway, they sang good. Anyway, also, here's the game about Disney princesses. Also, Russell Crowe was Fine, you guys were just being mean. Not you guys, but you guys. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. Don't you think that Tom Hooper is just a, an idiot? Like, I just, I don't think that he should be allowed to make musical movies. I don't know why he was. I don't know who that is. Why were the He's tight the face guy. close up? Why? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Shut up about Lehmann. Shut up about Lehmann. I can't. <laughs> okay, who's Fontaine? No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Great question, though. I know what game I'm doing next week. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to do Disney princesses, though. I just went to Disney World earlier this year before the horrors, oh, so I'm ready. the bad things. Almost simultaneously with the start of the bad things, we could mm. say I was mm-hmm. leaving Disney World when I found out my home was almost hit by a tornado. So that was oh, when right. that happened. Yeah, but before I that, I had that. a great time. I'm yeah, so, so excited fun at Disney World. Princesses. Anyway, here we go. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's start with my my childhood favorite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Belle. Belle. I knew you it was going to be Belle, obviously. You knew I, you knew I loved Belle. Belle. I loved Belle and Ariel equally uh, at first, and then I kind of leaned Belle, but really could go either way. There's only one hockey player who can read. And it is. Chris Kreider. <laughs> I was going to say Victor Hedman. Oh. Yeah, Victor Hedman does want much more than this provincial life of being a defenseman. He wants to be a, a center, actually, is what he would like to be. Not to bring the yeah, not to bring the Tampa Bay Lightning Bolts into this discussion, but <laughs> yeah. The, he wants much more yeah. in this little town. Bonjour. 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 Get me the fuck out of Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Belle kind of sounds like Bolts, so there's Mm -hmm. that as well. I like it. Uh, Yeah. How about uh, Mulan? Baikon. Mulan. (gasps) There's so many choices, but... Oh, Eva, do you want to do yours first? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because something just sprung fully formed into my mind. And it was... Elias Petrosian, and then um, playing opposite of Brock Besser, who's like surprised by his sexuality. That and but like he's not opposed to it. He's Mm -hmm. just surprised. He's just like, oh, that's interesting. He's just like, I really like this bro. 
Like, I'll roll with this. This brew is great. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Mm, Yeah, that really, that's really working. I can really see a Brock Besser as White Shang. That makes a lot of sense to me. That feels really correct. He's got the jawline for it. And the pecs. Mm, Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the pecs. Historic. Right. Really. Right. Yeah, that really works. Mm -hmm. Okay, I feel great Uh, about that. (laughs) <laughs> my ju- my brain just screamed Michael Lotta, but then I had nothing to back it up with. So I don't think it's correct. Michael oh, Lotta. That's cute. If, if you think it's a sound? It's just the sound Mulan and Michael Lotta. <laughs> I think it was just the word bicon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, true. That's, that's true. That's, oh, that's, that's something I made up. I'm not saying anything about anyone's <laughs> no sexuality. No one is saying anything about anyone's... It's just, you know. It's just sometimes I get ideas in my head. Like, uh, it would taste really good if you could drink Windex or Michael Lotta is bisexual. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean it's true. It just means I believe it. <laughs> you just make things happen in your head. Uh, how about uh, the sexy fox made Marion? Oh. How about that? Eric Johnson. Fascinating. Oh. Ooh. Interesting. Eric, I really can't see Eric Johnson doing the little dance, mm-hmm. you know, that they do. A veil dance? Where they're like, yeah, with the little paws. Well, no, that's Robin Hood in disguise when he does the little veil dance. Oh, right, but there's right, one right, point right. where but they're she all has... a party. You, right, and the fireflies? Is that what we're thinking yeah, about? Yes, yes, and they're like inside of little balls, something. Yeah. Fancy. They make this up? Love that movie. Is this a dream that we had? No, what you're thinking of... <laughs> Let's all try to remember Disney movies. Um, (laughs) What you're thinking of, I believe, is the scene where Robin Hood is robbing uh, Prince John's caravan, pretends to be the uh, racially insensitive gypsy woman, and they put fireflies in the orb to pretend to be it while they're bamboozling him and kissing the gems off their wrists. that's exactly what I was thinking. Thank you. I'm here to help. I've, I've watched that movie within the last couple of months, so... I was going to say that any sexy fox, I believe one of you described my general preference Mm -hmm. for individuals as anyone who could play a sexy fox. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, just pick one out of your list, out of your little binder. Uh, But I was going to say, now I'm, like, interested in Eric Johnson. It doesn't doesn't surprise me necessarily. I'm I'm like, oh, is he another one of my sexy foxes? Sexy cartoon fox. We should be really clear about that. It's not like, oh, she's a fox. It's like, no, no, no. Is it a cartoon animal fox? Could they steal... Any objects around them in a sen- sexy, funny way? Like the they just suck the jewels right out of your yeah. out of your rings. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now can I can I posit something? Might yes. Eric Johnson be in the family of a mischievous squirrel, but or like fox, but more like the stupid squirrel from Ice Age? <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe. I think those yeah. might be related. I, those are very related. Is the squirrel from Ice Age a Disney heroine? Because if so, let's continue this train of thought. To me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little more like he he gets it than like the stupid squirrel. That's true. That's yeah. True. His his very self aware jokes about Gabe Landeskog as a horse. I think yes. That's an awareness factor. It really is. Interesting. There's a lot of things that we have to consider here. You know, I think this takes some time, some depth. We haven't really prepared Mm -hmm. to jump into this. Yeah. There's nuance to it. Hmm. So much nuance. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of things that have no nuance, uh, how about Sleeping Beauty? Who's old Princess Aurora? Oh, I know what it is, but I can't. Is it? Oh, 
Yes, Eva? Is it Nolan Patrick? Yes! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Yeah, it is! I didn't feel good about saying that, you guys. I really didn't. TK's the little fairy. TK's like flora and fauna. He's Merriweather. He's Merriweather. Kevin Hayes and TK and uh, and Claude yes, are flora, flora fauna, fauna and Merriweather. Ah! Help me. I love me. that. Okay, so that was one of my favorites. And I also have, like, yeah. I rewatched all of the old ones, like, when my parents got Disney Plus and let me mooch off of theirs. Oh, that um, is a great idea. You still have the login. You can watch all of these. I do. Yeah, you still have mine. <sighs> Watch them all. <laughs> oh. Sleeping Beauty is so much fun to watch because it has like the, the scenes where they're making the cakes and all that. But the plot makes no fucking sense. It's so weak. It's so goddamn weak. And they do not try very hard. But Maleficent <laughs> is so cool. I know. She's so cool. God, she whips so much ass. And you know what? Of those classics, I do think Prince Philip was the best of the this kind of faceless heroes. Like he could kick the Cinderella prince's ass. Like I don't he, even, he was fun. Cinderella he was prince fun. is nothing. He was kind of sexy. He got tied up at one point. Yeah, he was kind of useless. 7-year-old me was like, "Interesting. <laughs> let's yeah. let's not look into that quite yet." Table that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's I love that. I love that for them. Uh for the flyers. <laughs> that feels really good. <laughs> Anyway, I do recommend that one on a rewatch. It's fun. Are there any that you don't recommend? Are there any that you're like, Ugh. Um, Pinocchio is the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen. Oh, no. I No, I wouldn't go back to that. It's, I mean, like, if you want to be boggled by the shit that we saw <laughs> as children, watch it. It's amazing. I watched it when I was at home over Thanksgiving, and, like, I was kind of stoned. Uh, and I was watching it with my parents, and I was just like, what in God's name ever, ever compelled you to let us watch this? This is like, there's like child children smoking cigars who get turned into donkeys forever. That part scared me so much when his ears and then his teeth and then he he's honking. And there's no closure. Pinocchio is just like, well, fuck these kids. And then he's gone into yeah. a whale. <laughs> no, they're donkeys forever now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, no. don't no, recommend no, no. that one unless you're in the mood to like really go through it. As an adult. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm going through it enough, yeah. and so are we all. Um, Alice in Wonderland is fun, though. Oh, okay. Well, who, who's who's little Alice? Who's floating down to the underworld? Mm. I don't know, but the Cheshire Cat is Marc-Andre Fleury. Has anyone been traded yes. to a team that was bad? Many. Like, I'm thinking about Alice Galchenyuk going to the Penguins. Oh. <laughs> but the Penguins aren't, like, Wonderland. No, they're, they're un-Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's not the vibe. Blanderland. What's it going to be? <laughs> Wonderland. Wonderland. <laughs> no, there's someone, though. I mean, I do think it's, like, someone going to Vegas. Like, or yeah. someone going... Just because Marc-Andre Fleury is so clearly the Cheshire Cat and because, like, Vegas is Wonderland, like, you can really... It Nate might Schmidt? be... Hmm. But oh. Nate Schmidt's also in it, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Chandler Stevenson. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler in Stevensland. Yep. yep. You know what? It does not make sense. You know what? Alice was kind of an annoying little bitch. So just a little bit. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau is the Red Queen. She's just cutting people's heads off and screaming. Just tiny and screaming. <laughs> With a little cuck husband. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, feels good. It does. Uh, how about one that I personally think was underrated as a film, uh, but also not because it's pretty bad, but I enjoyed it, which was the film Hercules. Oh, it's so fun. So fun. And uh, and it's it's sexually experienced heroine, Meg. Uh, I've never seen it. Really? <gasps> oh, it's, it's fun. so fun. Watch it. It really I is. I was too busy watching Bogohannes on repeat because of sexual reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was an awakening We're for me. We're all letting some Disney stuff hang out today. It's fun. <laughs> Who among us? Uh, she had very powerful legs. Leave me alone. She sure did. <laughs> now, that's one I haven't rewatched, and now I'm a little intrigued. <laughs> We did rewatch it. Uh, the thing is that, like, Pocahontas, which is ironic because, of course, Pocahontas was, like, a 12-year-old girl. Uh, but Disney Pocahontas is the most adult of every Disney princess that there is. Mm-hmm. And she is drawn like a woman. She's a woman. She's a woman's a brick house. It's amazing. Yeah. There's a reason why I wasn't watching any of them other bitches on repeat. <laughs> No, no disrespect. They're all very beautiful, but like, come on. Yeah. Yes. But who's Meg? Meg is Who is she's a little sassy. She's a little bit of a film noir heroine. She's a little she's a little jaded. A little she's jaded. A little, uh, so Jack Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Eichel won't say he's in love. He will not is Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> Who put the gladding gladiator? Connor McDavid. Who <laughs> put the sad and sadiator? <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that feels good. Cinema. Let's just do two more. Let's do uh let's do Let It Go Herself. Lesbian icon, Queen Elsa. Ooh. Humst. Ooh. Humst. Humst power frightens them but then they took control of it and they became a queen it's there it's there i know it's right at the tip it's it's not gay blandiscock but that's what my brain keeps wanting to say but i think it's just because uh i'll have two of those little blonde bitches you know (laughs) (laughs) i thought at first carrie price but also Carrie Price, I don't think, was ever afraid of his own power. So, like, that doesn't quite work. No, but the part of, like, going alone into the woods and building a nice castle yeah, is that's extremely Carrie Price. I'll take that one. I, I, yeah, that, that works for me quite well. It works for me. Yeah, that's going to work for me. And uh, PK is, is Anna. <laughs> it's just like, hey, come back. <laughs> Do you want to build a snowman, no. Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> It's my little heart. <laughs> okay, just have one more. Okay. Uh, how about Zsa Zsa Gabor in the Aristocats? <laughs> Remember the mom? The mom cat? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yes. Such a fancy lady. Who's the fanciest lady in the NHL? Great question. I know who wants to be it, but is not. It's just one of Say. the dumb kittens. Is Andre Burakovsky. Andre's oh, the little pink one. Andre's the little Andre's pink one. little, little pink, pink one with ribbon. the bow. Ladies don't, don't start fights. fights. But they, they can finish them. them. Andre in a scrum. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe Gabe is the mom. Maybe Gabe is the mom. <laughs> the mom cat. That works perfectly, actually. Oh, the fancy bitches. <laughs> oh, that movie has some really racist interludes that are not yeah. fun to watch anymore. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's not good uh, stuff in a lot of them. Not great. Can so. we do who's Ariel though? Because she was my favorite. Of course. I can't believe I skipped her. Yes. Who is? Who wants to be where the people are? The thing is, it's Andre. But like, could it? Could it be Dylan Strom? <laughs> Dylan Strom would a thousand percent exchange his voice for legs. That's a great point. Yeah, I think he might have. Quite frankly, he might have done. Have you heard him talk recently? No, no, I haven't. I the last time I heard him talk, he was on a zip line with Eric McDavid. I mean Connor McDavid, Prince <laughs> Prince Eric Mc, Connor Mc. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Someone should investigate this. Has that- he spoken? Just his sad collection of bent forks that all of his joy has been projected onto. And he's like, I want to be where the people are. You know, when I watched that movie every single day as a kid, which I did, I would always fast forward through the scene where her dad gets mad at her, which is such a like primal childhood fear that like your dad gets mad and destroys all your stuff. Yes, Eva. This is an ongoing joke in my family because there is a family video of me at three years old sitting on the couch watching Little Mermaid for the bajillionth time, holding my yellow blankie, telling my mom, zip through the king toy in pot because I didn't like yes! it when he yelled at her. <laughs> it made me so upset. So that was like what I would say every time. Zip through the king toy in pot. Zip through. Oh. <laughs> I love little baby Eva. Wow. And she's right. Zip through that part. It's I didn't want to see it. I didn't like it. I don't want to see it. I pretend I do not see it. <laughs> uh, that was really fun, you guys. Any any other Disney uh, heroines that we'd like to cover? Hmm. You know what movie we didn't touch on that I that I love hmm. is The Sword in the Stone. <gasps> I think that is a great movie. I love to watch that movie. I have watched that movie so many times so in the last many- calendar year. So, so many, many times. So I've never many. seen it. I know you haven't because we talked about it and yeah. how we have to watch it because it's one of my comfort movies. Can I can we watch that? Yes. Can yes, I watch that watch with this. you guys, please? Because yes. that is one of my yes. comfort movies too. Yes. yes. Thank no, you. Well, as a child, I would watch the entirety of Sound of Music over and over and over again. So I was very busy because yep. there were two different tapes I had to put in. Oh yeah. Which is a very, you know, interesting situation for a child, but <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. under I understood the thing about governesses that made sense to that me. That all just felt right. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there are lots of lots of the warts in the NHL. There's just a lot of there are a lot of warts who are going to grow up to be King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Like I think Elias might be slightly too smart to be the wart, but like your Kale McCars, Kale McCars wart. the wart. That's the wart. Kale McCars is a wart. EJ is Merlin. <laughs> Just kidding. EJ's the owl. Ooh, Archimedes. EJ's the owl that's like, boy, boy, I see no boy. <laughs> Just hopping around. <laughs> Andre's the girl squirrel. Andre is 100% the girl squirrel. <laughs> and this is really fun for Kelly, who's never seen it. I know, movie. I'm sure well, this is great for everybody. <laughs> content. Great job doing a game, everybody. That was fun. Let's talk about hockey. Let's do it. Well, this is a huge week, you guys, because the Stanley Cup final, quote unquote, of 2020 is here. It is September. We are playing for the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup is in the building. 
on a weird altar that's like suspended over the players. It is very creepy. And our two <laughs> specialist girls, the most beautiful models in America, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars. <laughs> the Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars. The Dallas Stars. Dallas Stars. Okay, I'm back on board with this being great, by the way. Yeah, it's amazing. I I wasn't ever off board. I think I was just like so stressed out that I just didn't have any room in my horrible husk of a corpse for it. Mm -hmm. And I think now I'm ready and I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that. Depression. It's amazing. Also, after the win, they won, I immediately got onto the Discord and was like, okay, I'm ready. Yes. Please. Okay. Tell me about the stars. They dropped so much incredible knowledge. There are slide presentations. There are video links. Oh, my God. I know a lot about the stars now. I know a lot about their astrology. They have an unprecedented amount of Geminis and Cancers. (laughs) So that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Explains so much. That should uh, be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, and I'm so glad it isn't. <laughs> anyway, that shit is funny as shit. It's it's so funny. I cannot believe. I'm so yeah, excited for that, this. That they want to hang out with us. It's just wonderful. There were several possible outcomes where the final was just tragically boring. And yes, we got like the one I thought was gonna happen. Yes. And we got not that. And I yep. am ready to accept that into my heart <laughs> now. I'm really psyched. And say thank you for the crumbs. Nom, 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 nom. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, So, yeah. So we got to watch. We are recording on Sunday, September 20th. And we got to watch uh, the first game of the Stanley Cup final. And it was great fun. It was a really fun game. Yes, Eva. Okay, I'm going to say I did not watch it on accident. (laughs) I wanted to watch game one. I forgot how time worked. Mm -hmm. I thought, if I go to dinner at 7 o'clock and the game starts at (laughs) 7.15, that's fine. (laughs) Got home, was like, why aren't any of these streams working? And it was like, the game is over, you dumb bitch. Oh, no. (laughs) Did some miscalculations, had good intentions about watching it, though, like a professional. And here's the thing. You went to the greatest bar in Nashville, Dino's, instead of watching the game, and the the game had the spirit of Dino's in it. I actually, it was last night, we went to that restaurant you and I went to and sat on the (gasps) patio, the nice one. Oh. Because we wanted to go sit somewhere outside. So we went to Dino's Friday and Sunday, though. This just happened on Saturday. As long as you went to Dino's at some point, that's really all I care about. Yeah, so it had started. I was a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was a little bit nervous that I might be rooting for the Bolts. A couple of things happened. Saw a funny Instagram from Andre Palat when a raccoon tried to eat his food. That was fun. Uh, And uh, Pat Maroon, when they clinched, did stick his tongue down Anthony Sorelli's throat. I was not not interested in that. So I was a little bit, I was just, I was concerned these are concerning facts. Yeah. And so I was very worried that when I watched, I would be like, because you don't know. You don't know until you watch. Oh, you never know. Yeah, it's like getting something out of the vending machine when you're deciding between two things and then the thing starts to fall and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's how I feel when I watch the playoffs because I don't know which team is going to fall out of the vending machine or which one I would want. Yeah. But 
the little whatchamacallit is what I wanted after all it is the Dallas Stars. But I, I do feel I have a softness in my heart for the Bolts, I think partly because all they can do is disappoint. Like, really, all that they've done by making it to the finals is, like, do a narrative they were supposed to do, like, 14 times. So, like, they like there's no it, – it's hard for them to live up to their potential. And so, like, as someone who's never lived up to her potential, I feel a certain amount Disagree. of uh, resonant sympathy. Listen, we were all fucking people. Everyone in the world, the people who loved them, thought that they would do amazing things. <laughs> and we ended up doing, like, different things. We and that's fine. Stuff. Some stuff, okay. It's fine. We're all like that. But what I want to say is I'm wondering, like, at what point do the lightning cross the threshold into becoming more like the caps? Or it's like, mm. oh, we're just so excited you're here. Hmm. You know, as opposed to, like, you were supposed to be here fucking 500 years ago, you assholes. Right. Uh, but the Caps were like 10 years. They were that team that could never make it. But by the time we made it, everyone was excited and they weren't like upset or anything. So the Lightning aren't there yet. I'm wondering at what point do they get there? They're not, but might might they be? And if, if this trajectory just kind of continues for a couple of years. Huh. Well, how old is Steven Stamkos? Because maybe he's maybe oh. he's not 33, the magical age. He's the same age as P.K. Subban, which is younger than 33. Okay. So he, so we got time for him to, to mature into the worn... Just kidding. He will never be a Novi. Wait, so am I older than Steven Stamkos? That's disgusting. That's weird. Yikes. That All I know weird. is that Steven Stamkos, this is the only fact I know about Steven Stamkos. He did youth hockey with BK Subban. And they were pals, and it's cute. Mm-hmm. There's That's a really cute picture of them when they were babies. It's really adorable. I- I've thought about this sometimes, and I'm like, you know, that was like supposed to be the, the point of entry into appreciating Steve Stamkos. And I was like, somehow in me, it got so flipped around. I was like, how dare you <laughs> be so boring that you can be friends with PK and still be too boring for me to even bother with. Like that somehow became a ding against him for me instead of a point. But no, that makes perfect sense to me because it's like PK's not my friend and I'm really interesting. But you get to just be boring and PK's your friend? I don't think so, that honey. That is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, I and I and I have a certain amount of sympathy too because if they win, there's a possibility that they could win the Stanley Cup, and Steve Stamkos will never have played in <gasps> oh their Stanley Cup oh. run, which should, is uh, very tragic. I don't that think they should sad. win because of that. Right. That's too sad. That's kind of even. I mean, I'm I will sit here and and fully beef on Steve Stamkos for the rest of the hour, but of course. even I don't condone that. <laughs> that's that's just horrible. You're not a monster. I, I try not to be. <laughs> I really like Dallas's narrative. Yeah, nice. That's a nice little tale. Let's talk about them. What what exactly is the Dallas narrative that appeals? There's like 15 different ones, but they all boil down to the essential Stanley Cup narrative, which is like we were spurned, but now we <laughs> we come together again. Yay! Which is like number one. You know, the Dallas Stars have been much maligned by their own their owners and owner. stuff uh, for years and years and years. The other plot line I really like actually is their coach. He oh, used to be yes. an assistant coach and was the last time he was a head coach was like in the nineties. He's an older guy. He didn't know if he'd ever get another shot again to be a head coach. He like he wanted to be, but it never came up for him and he would apply and whatever. But like nothing ever happened for him over and over and over again. Um, and he's 
got an interesting coaching story and a really interesting coaching background in the way he approaches things. One of the things he said about the way he gets players on board is talking to them about life and like being a like a partner in life kind of thing. And like uh, he he considers Victor Hedman like his son. So he's like this very nice players coach guy, assistant coach. They're all like. Like, Jamie Ben was like, this is the kind of coach you lay your body on the line for. And it's like, okay, nobody's asked about that, buddy, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. I was going to say is that he became head coach, unfortunately, because the head coach uh, was let go for personal reasons, which he found out later. Um, but then he became head coach, which is in a situation no one wants to be head coach in this situation. So you never thought like he would make the best of it like this. But he went into it. And like at one point, the Dallas Stars did really, really badly in a game. And he went back into the locker room. And a lot of coaches would like yell at them and like try to motivate them and like Mike Babcock pop them, you know. <laughs> but what he did is he like sat down and was like, what went wrong? What is there something Aww. I'm doing as a coach? Do What do you need from me as a coach? Wow. Like, he fucking responsive classroomed wow. that shit. And looks like that helps, huh? Weird. Wow, it's like treating your players like people is good, actually. Huh. And then he also, he did some kind of thing where, like, he got all the players' loved ones to, like, make them little messages. But mm-hmm. then they all watched all the messages as a group to be like, everybody is feeling lonely. Everybody has people that miss them. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it's not just you. You don't have to, like, you don't have to, like, consume your loved one's care away from the locker room. Like, this is a place for us all to, like, care about other shit that's not hockey as well. Holistic which is hockey great. team. And it wasn't just the players, too. Holistic hockey. It was, like, hockey. Oh, it was there. Holistic yeah. hockey. Holistic hockey. coaching. That's what we need. Literally, though, you guys. Like, that's how you coach people yeah. well. Exactly. Uh, and and there's also, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that that is why I like him. Thesis statement done. Love that. <laughs> I like this guy. He's he's nice, I think, maybe. I don't know. There's also some players that I learned about. Yes. Let's talk about Yoel Kiviranta. His little boy. He's just a little boy. Uh, there's a lot of like little fins. Apparently Dallas Stars is like the home for wayward fins. That's where they all go. Beautiful. So like Kibiranta, who like scored a hat trick in his first ever Kelly, you told you told me this story. It was his I didn't realize it was his first ever playoff game. He was a black ace. He was not supposed to play. No. He wasn't supposed to play at all. Uh, he shows up and uh, Koliana is out. And so they put him in. It's his first playoff game. He scores a fucking hat trick. The only other player to have done this por- before him was Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> Wayne God almighty. Gretzky. You might have heard of him. Everyone in Finland knows this kid's name now. Everyone in Finland has been staying up until midnight to watch his games because <sighs> he's their new son. That is so flippin' cute. They like in Finland, they go crazy for really minor hockey things. So when they do really well, it's kind of impressive. I learned that they like they put a player on a stamp because he did a really cool goal one time. <laughs> it's like, okay. I love that. <laughs> I've always felt that I would fit in well in Finland, except that I talk too much. But I could get over that. Is Finland the one that says that everyone else says everyone is weird in? Yes. They're okay. very weird. I had a bunch of Finnish yeah. friends in my youth, um, and one of them said he had to leave Finland because he because he talked he wanted to talk to people. Like that's why he had to leave. <laughs> <Finland. laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I want to go to Finland then because exactly, I want to be get left a break alone. <laughs> well, and also this like the Kiviranta story also leads back to a really nice story about Coach Bonus because it turns out that when this veteran Cogliano, when he was a healthy scratch. Apparently, like, Bonus took him aside and, like, told him beforehand, like, gave him a chance to discuss it so that he wouldn't feel like he was being, like, punished for something that he didn't understand. Or, like, blindsided. Yeah. Yes. So he was out for the first three games. One of them, uh, because in the first one, Kibiraja was like, I'm going to score three goals. So then, of course, it was like, let's keep him in there for the next couple of Okay, okay well, well, we kind of have to keep you around for a second. Fair enough. So, like, you would understand if, like, an older player who, like, was not that good came back after that and was, like, just didn't really contribute much. But he came back in game four and he got an assist. Oh, uh, And he, like, helped do a little, uh, he did a little tying assist and he played great. And it's just, like, a sign that your coach is really managing well when you can manage your players from all, all walks of skill. Is there a way we can, like, frame this as, like, a, like, cool, like, coaching hack? <laughs> Yeah. To be like <laughs> the hottest new trend in hockey. Forget mm. mm. analytics. It's treating your players like people. It's going to make you so good. Like, is there a way we can trick men yes. into being emotionally careful with each other? I. It's the newest, hottest trick. What you do is you speak to them. You talk to them on their level. So you like sit down and you talk to them. And you form like empathetic and caring interpersonal bonds. Hmm. Wow. It's crazy. so crazy. It's this one weird trick <laughs> <laughs> to get to the Stanley Cup finals. Oh, I forgot to say about Yola yes. Kiviranta is that he is undrafted. Oh, He's oh. undrafted. He signed a contract with the Dallas Stars in 2018. It was probably a two-year uh, contract. Or was it 2019? I don't know. He hasn't been there for very long, is what I'm saying. And he, like, has never done shit, basically. Relatable. He was playing in the AHL mm. and, at one point, and his parents came over from Finland, and they asked him to get Stars tickets. He was playing for their AHL affiliate um, because they wanted to see a real NHL game. <laughs> and, like, cool, that's fun, right? So he gets him the tickets. Coincidentally, he gets called up, and it's his first NHL game. Mm. This bitch has luck that's on his side. So cute. Yeah, that's a narrative. That's a powerful narrative. It's a powerful narrative. It's really hard to argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. And like like some hockey men keep talking to him and asking him questions that are very like, so you're just like a terrible plug, right? <laughs> like you you're just like a, a bottom bones, bottom feeder hockey player. Never would amount to anything, right? Is this crazy for you seeing as like, you're mounted you've Is amounted it to nothing? <laughs> like, it's like oh guys, God. isn't it weird that all of a sudden you're not a sack of crap like everyone thought? <laughs> It's like, yes, exactly. thank you. I'm from Finland. This is an interesting <laughs> idea to consider. Thank you so much. <laughs> the other thing I thought I forgot about Kiwi is number one, they call him Kiwi. Cute. Mm. Number two, everyone in the locker room really loves him. He's a fave. Aww. And when Kiwi was called up for his first game, um, Pavelski w went to the coach and was like, can you give me Kiwi? And, yes. and, and that's cute. I like that. what I say. Yes. Well. Uh, another Finn that we love on the Dallas Stars is, of course, Miro Heiskanen, mm. who has, and I did not know that uh, this until our incredible Patreon Discord showed us facts about the Stars, two little Pomeranians. <sighs> they are this big, 
Oh. They are like two little potatoes uh, that he has with his girlfriend. They are so cute. Kills me. He loves those dogs. Uh, oh, that's, that's about so all I got good. with that. Do we know the dogs' names? One of them is Max, Max. but I forget the other one. Then oh. Max, I think, is like two months older. Okay, well, he was two months old when they did the when they did the like <laughs> the hide in the scenes with Mary Skinner. So who knows when that was? But at some point, he was two months old, and he was very small. Oh. I love to think about that. That's very nice. I thought Are we going to talk about Ropa Hinze. Well, we should right now. Would you like to talk? About I Ropa? would love to talk about. We're Ropa on the fins, so here's the thing. I would always love to talk about Ropa Hintz. <laughs> Everyone has been calling him Ropa, including us. Yes, that's how uh, I heard and it. And the fins. And the Finns have never corrected people <laughs> because they think it is so fucking funny how people pronounce this kid's name wrong. Like in the locker room, everywhere else, they're like, double O is too hard for them, huh? And yes. Ropa Hintz is like, you guys, you want to say anything? And they're like, no. No, <laughs> no we won't. Say one thing. Uh, classic <laughs> Finn Jape. Uh, that's just what I loved. Uh, I loved that. And I loved the video I watched of Ropa Hintz, who looks like he, he takes his Instagrams like sexy lesbian. Yes, yes. he You know, does. like he, he has the same style. He's the same haircut. He has the same like look and the same aesthetic. But when he was in a video, he was just like a little shy baby. I know. He was just like a cute little shy boy who was like tentatively asking things. It was very sweet. Um, and I like him. And he was injured yesterday. And I haven't checked to oh, see no. how he is. And I hope he's okay. Because yeah, well, I haven't checked either. He's a special boy. Oh, and dear. you know who helped him gently? off the ice so tenderly little Tyler Sagan mm. who we've just really done a full 360 because it is not it was a 180 and then it was a 180 yeah. like you just you like you you, lo- you lose you forget you're like ah there's more interesting you know he's always kind of in the back of your mind and you're like ah remember that time he deep throat a popsicle that, that kid's yeah. great <laughs> and then he just sort of like goes out of your consciousness for a while and then he comes right back in and he's like it's me I'm learning and growing Whoa. and you're like oh yeah he just like all of a sudden kicks in the door and is like surprise character growth <laughs> and you're like Whoa. and I still cute they still want everyone to pay still attention so sexy so sexy with my little abbies. I mean, these little I'm abbies. so sexy. I just have a little bit more interiority now. <laughs> and that is a lesson for all of us. That's very sexy with very little inner life. Uh, yes. I think to return to a fear that I had that I was going to be like not rooting for the stars. I'm just really rooting for the stars. Uh I think I will not be mad if the Bolts win because for the stars, it's kind of like, wow, you guys made it so far and that's so cool. And like for the Bolts, it's like, you guys really need to win this one because if there was ever a year you could do it, it would be this year when there are no crowds. So like you got to kind of do it now. So, you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll understand that, but yeah, I I will, I I will feel some sadness to see the Bulls lose, even though I'm really rooting for stars. I'm like a hundred percent for the stars, but I still like don't want them to cut over the, Lightning. I like just don't show. Just don't show them. Don't show them. Yeah. Just <laughs> like don't stop don't it. Don't show me sad Vasilevsky. That's not something that I need in my life. He's from Siberia. <laughs> Put them all in like a neutral outfit with like a disguising like face shield, so they're just ambiguous bad guys yes. on the other team. Yes. That's what I really Perfect. need. Perfect. Thank That's you. That's what I need them to be. Um, but I thought so. First of all, there's one more uh, quote on Rick Bonus that I really wanted to to. 
highlight. And I thought I would just invite the guy who said it in and you guys could ask him some questions about what it's like in the bubble. Oh, perfect. Um, we're running pretty long, so you know, I, and I and I know he's busy, so I'll just invite him in for like five minutes to see see if he can chat for a second. Hey, Jamie, what? Are you busy? Oh. No. Can you come talk to the pod? Oh, oh, okay. Hang on, I'll be right there. It's been a minute. <gasps> wow. Hi, guys. Jamie. Uh, I I heard that. Uh, you guys wanted me to repeat my quote about Rick Bonus, my best friend. We would love that. Who's also my dad. Thank you, Jamie. I think what I said, and I meant it, he's, I said, he's, a, he's the best coach I've ever played for. He's a great person who really cares about you, and he's fun. You hear him hooting and hollering. Oh. And you know, oh. outside of hockey, he's really there for you. Hooten, hooten and hollering. Oh, Jamie, that's really nice. And I meant it. Especially the part about hooting and hollering. We do love to, we love someone who hoots and hollers. Like, don't get me wrong there. Sure do. Sure do. Jamie, how's the, how's you... the bubble been going? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I don't know how much I can tell you because <laughs> we've been getting up to some mischief. Well, <laughs> but, uh, but I'll tell you this. Uh, every time we win, uh, we get to have Beers. Beers? Yeah. Ooh. We get to have a special treat, and I get to write it on the board at the beginning of the game. And I put a check mark next to it that says beers. And if we win, I get to check the check mark. Wow. And we have beers. <laughs> that sounds really special. It is. Thank you. <laughs> what kind of beer do you usually get, Jamie Ben? I can't read the label, but oh, I know it is blue. It's the blue one. Got it. That makes complete sense. Blue beer. The, uh, blue. the, the beer is in blue. Well, I don't know what color the beer is. Well, that's it's in true. A can. The can is blue, which probably means the inside <laughs> is blue, too. Probably. <laughs> Jamie, we've heard a lot about your competitive spirit and about the extra notch you get into in the playoffs. And I was oh, just yeah. wondering, like, how would you describe that experience for oh, you? Oh, boy. Well, it's like having a rocket ship strapped to your booty. You just say, <laughs> here we go to the stars. And that's a little joke for you because of the team is called the stars. But it's also like, to the stars. <laughs> like up in the you sky. Say, yeah. Yeah. You guys. So, so, uh, so sometimes it's like you think you're playing as hard as you could possibly play and being the goodest boy you could ever be. Mm-hmm. But then there's a little voice in the back of your head and it says, be a gooder boy, Jamie. <laughs> and you say, okay. And you just, you just knuckle down and you play a 60 minute game and you say to yourself, I can do it. And you can for the boys. Is that voice? Do you think that that voice is Rick Bonus's voice, or is it, oh, or is it boy. just your own voice? I don't know. It's a lot of voices. It's a yelling. lot of voices at and once. Sometimes the real voices, and it's Brick yelling from the bench because he's hooting and all. That's true. And then other times, I think it's like a secret voice in your imagination. Yeah, like God. Oh, like when God mm-hmm. hoots and hollers in your head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. That's called church. That's called, that is called church. Thank you for sharing that, Jamie. Jamie, can you tell us, is there like one thing that's making the bubble really special and fun for you guys right now as a team? Oh, wow. Now, 
There's a lot of things that make it really special. Number one, there's a baby in there. I had a heard baby. there was what? a baby. There's just a baby. A baby in the bubble. Uh, I forget whose baby, but uh, that's a baby, which feels really good because you can look at the baby and you can say, hey, baby. And it feels really good to have someone in the room who's just right on your intellectual level. I so I love does. having the baby there. Uh, and then also it's just... The boys. The boys. Because the real, the mystery of being surrounded by the boys is that when you feel bad, sometimes the boys don't feel bad. And so you can feel some of the feelings that they're feeling and not feel the feelings that you feel that are not the feelings that you want. Mm. Jamie Ben Empath. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, uh. So I just, I really love being with the boys and I'm really excited to be here and I hope I win my first Sandal Cup. I hope so Thanks, too, Jamie. All right, go get back to those boys. We're going to okay. talk about some more oh, stuff, but okay. you go back to the All boys. All right, see you guys later. Wait, Bye, Jamie. Here go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Oh, did you miss Jamie? He just went out. Oh, God damn it! I always miss it's him. It's so funny how you guys are always missing each other. It's so weird. It's like I just go to the bathroom for like five seconds. Like I just called him. I didn't even hear him respond. All right. Well, I'm, I hope he had some interesting things to say. I hope he told you guys about the baby because I meant to tell, talk about the baby. Yeah, he mentioned the baby. So I think we should really talk about the baby, you guys, because I love the baby. <laughs> the baby is Justin Dowling's baby. It is the only baby in the bubble. I think... They got to come because she's so young, right? So, like, that's why. No, um, all the Canadians are allowed to come. Yes. And oh, they live oh, very oh. close. Um, oh, okay. So, I yeah. know that. So, yeah, there's been a lot of talk about how initially, like, um, the NHL and the NHLPA had said, like, yeah, the families are going to be able to come for the final. And I I don't really know the nuance of it. It sounds like some the travel from the U.S. to Canada is getting kind of, like, more stringent so they're letting fewer people come do that and they basically said like yeah if your family is in america we can't get them in Uh, which sucks but justin dowling's wife uh, i believe her name is meg they live like two and a half hours away so you know very easy to get there they um quarantined for the four days uh got the tests and now there is uh, a baby in the bubble and she is a she's a small baby she's only a couple months old yeah because uh there was the the video of him uh with his wife and baby and he was saying like even in the time they've just been in the bubble for the playoffs because she is so young she has changed a lot like he said he was uh holding her after she came back and she was like you know sitting up and looking around and grabbing at things Mm. and he was like you can do that and it was just like (laughs) it was really charming also the whole team like clearly loves the baby there's a lot of really adorable baby footage also during one interview with uh his wife and the baby uh the baby starts fussing a little bit and one of the stars whose name i can't remember right now he's a gemini yeah, a Gemini came and he took the he took the baby. He took the little baby on his own. Bjorn, please do not do this. Bjorn is <laughs> loves standing on computers now with his new thing. Did you see the thing that said you should put a second laptop next to yours because they're just trying to mimic you? Well, I have a second laptop over here, and then they'll sit that in front way. of it like they're to, they're at work too. I've been seeing that going around on TikTok. <laughs> okay. 
Hi, hi, bud. Well, anyway, so yes, a Gemini comes in and scoops up the bebe and has a little adorable bebe moment. And it's just, it's just all very, very nice. And Anton Hudobin, there's a nice shot of him and interacting with the baby. I He's such a good. Oh love my god, Anton Hudobin. I know we already talked about this. Mm, I read an article about him today that was talking. It was like a goalie guy talking about what makes him weird. <laughs> like, and he was basically saying his style is really strange because, like, he doesn't play the butterfly. And he said he's, he's basically like a, a goalie from 1990 who's been like taken <laughs> to the present time period. He's just a very strange man because the way he plays, no one really plays anymore. Everyone plays the butterfly system now. Oh, but he's doing it and he's doing amazing. Humble dry medium, baby. Humble dry medium. That's. That that makes me laugh so much because I was like, so much of this is clearly just arbitrary, isn't it? It's just like, you guys are all playing like that because that's the way you play right now. And then this weird tumbleweed is going to come in and cartwheel through the whole thing. <laughs> and it's going to work just as well because he has a better attitude. And that's why hockey is nonsense. And that's why it's fun. Like, it yeah. would be so fucking boring if it was just like, Arms go here, goal stopped, hockey over. Like, I want to see this man <laughs> flop around like he is in a tornado. Come on. Yes. It's magnificent to watch. Like, in the in the game last night, Tampa had, again, way more shots on goal. And so you just got to see a lot of Dobby just, like, somersaulting all over the place, little just limbs a whirl, And it was marvelous. Special. It was special. The other X factor that I think we should – address when we look at this matchup is apparently the hot gossip is <laughs> that the Eastern Conference team when arriving in the West Western bubble were very disappointed at what they found because mm. they had been at Hotel X with like a rooftop pool and like special courts for various activities they had like outdoor space they had all this nice stuff they had like 14 different restaurants inside Hotel <laughs> X and they come to Edmonton and it is a gray bubble Ball. They don't really like. They have an outdoor space that apparently is colloquially known as the prison yard. Uh, <laughs> apparently, the players are calling it that because it is a gray square of concrete, mm. and um, there's like tunnels in between the hotel and the the arena because it's Edmonton and it snows a lot in the winter, and so you can just go without going outside for a really long time. And it's just apparently it's just not to their liking. So uh, I think that's interesting. I also think it's interesting thinking about how happy the Canucks were there. I'm like, what? Yeah, why were you freaks thriving? You were like really happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what was going on? I don't know what that is. <laughs> just some little violets growing out of a sidewalk crack. Really beautiful story. Bless up. So are they going to do two games in the West and then come back and do? Yeah. No, it's all there now. They're going to hang out there. Why did they pick there in particular? For any reason, or uh, it's more secure than Toronto. Oh, aka boring. Yeah, it's yeah. it's worse. They have four, <laughs> yeah, in Edmonton, there's like four people, and none of them have COVID. So <laughs> sure. All right, fair enough. Uh, well, I for one am really excited about this matchup because I think it's gonna be fun. It's uh, at least judging from last night, it's gonna be really fun to watch. Uh, and we got some good narratives on both sides, even though we only talked about one narrative and really only care about one of them, but that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about what's what's coming up uh, a little bit. So first of all, trade season, huh. pro chip. We're going to fr- hit free agency in like two weeks. 
they have already started. Uh, Eric Stahl just got yeeted from the Minnesota wild without his consent or knowledge and only found out about it when his phone started blowing up. Uh, which is roof stoof. That's roof stoof. That is roof stoof. That is roof. And he is going to Buffalo. 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 Which is, I feel like a, like the most insulting part of the whole affair. <laughs> Absolutely. By far. And he actually had like a no trade clause yes. that I was going to read up on before this. And then I forgot. Yeah, but he did have several no trade locations and Buffalo was not one of them. Like maybe he just thought like no one would ever send someone to Buffalo. No man is that cruel. <laughs> they wouldn't do that to me. But they were wrong. And guess who they got in return? Uh, well, uh-huh. Marcus Johansson. Our old friend. Mojo. Hot potato Marcus Johansson, who simply cannot be kept on a team. He goeth from place to place, and to each place they say, get out of here. Oh. He's a he's a little traveling, traveling troubadour. Aren't they putting he him is. on a different position, too? Are I they? I think they want to try to make him a center, right? I thought he was a center. We tried to make him a center, too. Oh, oops. It didn't go that well. We tried to make him a center, and then he played winger, which he, I think, is what he does more so. And then they're like, just kidding. We would love to have 10,000 centers in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> also, like, it's not really a good indicator. Like, what we did doesn't really count, because we tried to get him to center Koozie, which is, like, a whole other thing. We wanted Koozie to be a winger. We wanted Johansson to be his center and LOL, like that. that's LOL, never LOL. as as much as i personally in the great debate of should koozie try wing i think he should i think that might be fun for him i think he should too uh i think he would have a wonderful time uh i think he's too controlling but he's also too he might be a little too much of a control freak but that's fine but i think he has more room to like freewheel there and that's what he needs he doesn't have to be so defensively minded his center will hate him yes he just needs to find hate someone him. who loves him <laughs> he needs his coach his team that was Alex Evan they said that about it. doesn't matter point is <sighs> Eric Stahl's gone I just want to say for the Eric Stahl thing yes there, there is a, a an angle of this that I do appreciate very Please. much and uh, when I saw that this trade had happened I it was pretty real time and I told Elle my girlfriend about it and she was like what and went through like all of the you know like what stages that we all did (laughs) and then she was like oh that's crazy and then I got to see her go through like by the second of realizing that this means that Eric Stahl will be back with Jeff Skinner (gasps) and they were in love oh they had a romance for the ages for a while. I did not know that. Yes. I did. And now they will be reunited in Buffalo. That's rough. And I am very interested by that now, especially because I unfortunately, Ooh. and like this is not your fault. It's just you're a stall, my man. Like I don't care yeah. about Eric Stall because I can't no. care about a stall because there's so many. I can't. And I can't tell them apart and I never will. So I am quite fine with him being my like little paper doll of suffering for a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds like that's what this might be. <laughs> so, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Wow. I love that. It's great energy. 
Um, so that was a that was a trade. That was not a, a free agency situation. Right. But we have some free agents coming up. And so what I thought I would do here is just read you a couple of uh, a couple of free agents and you tell me where you think they should go. We can count Seattle. If you want to throw Seattle in the mix, we can They're do that. They're not here yet. I know, but if you want, if you just if you don't want them to go anywhere that isn't that okay. that exists, then you can send them to Seattle. So the first one I want to first of all, I want to I want to give you a little quote from this guy, which I thought was unexpectedly uh, thoughtful, and he said, "I don't think the money is going to be what it was before COVID, but that's fine. I think we get paid a lot of money to play a game, so we'll see what happens." Uh, do you know which? pending free agent that was of course not yeah it was taylor hall what taylor hall yeah fun fact comrade taylor hall comrade (laughs) taylor welcome to the resistance taylor hall i want to keep him in arizona yeah i like him there please keep him there i love that that just that feels right and i and i know that by now asking for this i will get my heart broken but there's just something that feels so like puzzle piece slotted into where it should be about that to me couldn't agree more it's so gross and nonsense and i exactly. love it exactly it's, it's like, a boat party it is it's, it's like sweaty flip-flops you know and are you gonna have a boat party and not invite phil kessel and taylor hall like only Ridiculous. if you want to have a bad boat party <laughs> a boat party sucks if your boat party sucks ass. it's like prom on a boat it sucks who wants that my problem was on a boat and it was terrible. No, you mm. can't go to the after party. That sucks. Well, that's how they trick you. That's how they kidnap all the teens and keep them from drinking is that they're like, you're on a boat now. Good luck. We had a mandatory after party that everyone had to go to. So obviously we had an after after party. Yeah. Mine was in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> Phil and Taylor were at the after after party for the whole prom. They did not go to that shitty boat prom. Uh, so... Yeah, I totally agree. Taylor Hall, stay with the Yotes. I think it's a really good fit, and I like it. How about, how about, oh, here's a little sufferer. How about Tyson Barry? Oh, can we send him back home? Barry to Canucks. Oh. oh. Canucks. Canucks. I've changed my mind. He would could, you rather have him on the Canucks or on the I would on rather him go home to the Avs, but I don't think that's possible. You can never go home again. Also, the Canucks cannot afford anything right now, so it's not really possible <laughs> anywhere. It's sad. He could go. Oh, to Canucks, producer Danielle suggested the stars, and that's oh. a fun, sexy hooting and hollering kind of pick that I'm not opposed to. I think we could see a new feisty flavor of Tyta yeah, there. I love it. that. Hot girl Tyson. Our newly engaged Tyson Berry. <laughs> like a little barbecue chip Tyson Berry. <laughs> like they could get him into progressively shorter and shorter jorts, I bet. Dude. Ooh, absolutely. I'm all right with that. it. Yeah, that, that actually mm. feels really nice. And isn't he like really good friends with Jamie Ben? So like that would feel... <laughs> What a doofus and what a goofus and goofus energy. Probably that would be. Can you imagine the pure <laughs> dumb and dumber of that pairing? Is just spectacular. It's oops, all goofus right there. That's <laughs> really good. Uh, okay, how about um? Well, Joe Thornton is on this list, but like, please, please just stay. I know stay, you're old and you want a cup, but like, just stay. You have to stay there. What is a cup really in this post-COVID it's era? Stupid. Just stay yeah, there. Yeah, it's nothing. You can't even all drink out of it because it's illegal. I know. You won't even be able to French anyone on top of it. Yeah. So what's the it's point? very stupid. Just stay there. Yeah, so stay there. 
How about Wayne Simmons? Mm. Beautiful, beautiful Wayne. Can he go home? <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. That was my Can thought. He go ever. home to Philadelphia. Can I actually please? like literally teared up. Oh. Like, literally teared up. I miss Wayne Simmons. Like I don't know where else he should even go. He should just be home. He should absolutely be home. I will say, didn't he used to be a king? He was a king originally. They drafted him. He could, I could be see, a king. Okay, I could. I see, could see that. The retirement home for sexy old men. A retirement king, yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's a really nice lifestyle to be Yeah, aged. exactly. Like, yeah, with some fancy old men. Yeah. yeah. Just eat sushi every day. Yeah. Everyone thinks like, because my initial reaction was like, being a king is full of suffering. I'm like, no, only in hockey. But they live, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, most of them live on the beach. No one really knows who they are. So it doesn't really matter. Right. They can kind of live their lives normally. They have a great lifestyle. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. Honestly, it's what yeah. he deserves. So it really is. How about uh, little Alex Galchenyuk? The endless sufferings and trials of Alex Galchenyuk. Uh, our horrid little Odysseus. Our horrid, horrid little boy. You know where I think he should go, and where? like this is a little weird, but run, run with me here. Okay. You know who has been reinvigorated during this playoffs? We have realized that they are a wayward home for. Little boys? Uh-huh. For nice little friendship. Are you going to say what I hope you're going to say? Could he go to the Hawks? Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking, but I don't hate it. Interesting. There's a lot of different places that he could go that are like a nice home for, for children. But I was just thinking that, like they rehabilitated Dylan Strom. They sure did. And that's not easy. Yeah. If they can make Dylan so Strom happy. He's they... the ultimate sad boy. He's the <laughs> saddest of sad boys. If they can make him score goal, be happy-ish. They can take Alex Galchenyuk and build him into a, a boy who might have a feeling of goodness. That's interesting. That's pretty good bona fides for them on that front, honestly. Uh, what my brain started to say, and I don't know if I agree with it or not, but um, Panthers. <gasps> yeah, Fascinating. He deserves it, doesn't he? A, he completely deserves it. He deserves that lifestyle, that sexy sexy Tallahassee lifestyle or wherever the fuck they are he would be so good at that in Florida yeah but I just forget we're in Florida but anyway uh but I know and him and Bobrovsky like I know Galchenyuk is American but he speaks Russian so and the Panthers are really purging themselves of a lot of toxic old hockey elements uh their shitty ex-GM who like definitely said a bunch of slurs and is like a garbage 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 man um, they have this new GM who I forget who it is. I just wrote down this quote that he said about Bob because I was like, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Here's what he said. Cut the guy a little slack. It's yeah. a new environment, yeah. different structure, different yeah. team, different yeah. system. If I'm going to bet on anybody to write the ship, figure out what he needs to do to improve himself, it's that guy. Yeah. Whatever it is he can do on his own, he's doing it. Yeah. I'm nonplussed. I don't think he knows what nonplussed means. I'm nonplussed. Bob will be fine. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah! 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 Yeah. Yeah. This guy knows what's up. This guy's got his head screwed on straight. All right. I like that energy. And they got rid of that other garbage assistant coach who got in a physical altercation with a player that no one will talk about uh, because of hockey's terrible, terrible culture. But they got rid of him. So I think it's time for a new new day in Sunrise, Florida. I think they're primed to shed the bad dad energy. Yes. 
and keep the good dad energy. Agree. And use that good dad energy to nourish some, like, kind of, like, wayward babies. Sad babies. Like, when they had, like, Aaron Eggblads and they could do to, like, a Chucky. I think that's a great vibe for them yeah. to lean into. Like, channel the 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 prior spirit of Roberto Luongo, you guys. Like take that oh. benevolence into you and make that be your whole shtick. Sweet, sweet, strong bone. <sighs> yeah, I love that. Um yeah, and then we have we have a couple coming up. So it's gonna be if Chara and Justin Williams don't retire, and apparently Chara's not gonna retire, right? He said uh he thinks he has another year he in him. He should play till he's a hundred. I love that guy. Uh but also he should rest his bones because they're very long and they're going through a lot. <laughs> boy is screaming. He's a screaming boy. Well, aren't we um, all a screaming boy? We're all a screaming boy. Uh, and Justin Williams uh, will be a free agent. Radko Gudas will be a free agent. No. Uh, I know. Sayonara, buddy. Yeah, I kind of... Ilya Kovalchuk will also be a free agent, which Bye. is very much like goodbye. Uh, Radko, though, you know, I, I've really gotten attached to Me him. Too. I know. I'm I get sad. that he doesn't play good uh but i just love his energy is that really important what about (laughs) on a hockey team that you play well (laughs) yeah but everything i've kind of picked up the vibe on was that uh he's gone yeah 100 percent seems likely they don't have any money or they're not gonna have any money because they have to pay ovi soon they have to pay ovi and they have to pay the coach who they really like took a they took a big old big old budget hit for uh, Peter LaViolette, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. Apparently, by the way, I read, I think on like Elliot Friedman or one of those places that uh, apparently part of the reason that Gallant was not seriously considered was uh, travel issues between Canada and the US. So I don't know if like maybe he didn't want to leave his family and like mm-hmm. he's in Canada and like coming to the US is also a good way to die because our just everything is really bad here and he was like I don't want to do that smart so anyway apparently yeah. that was that was part of the issue that's really smart that's yeah don't do that job too. yeah don't Honestly, do that you stay in Canada respect <laughs> respect yeah. okay. I think that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about, uh, unless we want to do a really fast, because by the time that these come out, the Special Boy Awards will have been revealed. Yeah, let's just place our bets real quick. Great, real fast. All right, so let me let me give you your, your Vezina nominees. Hang on. that is. Can the... we just say who we want for the Vezina? Yeah, do you not want to know who the nominees are? Do you want to just go for it? I don't know, so I need the help. Oh, okay. <laughs> Finals for the Vezina Trophy are Connor Hellebuck, Tukarask, and Andrei Vasilevsky. Um, Rask out of spite. Oh, I do like that. That is yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, I'm changing my vote. Yeah. Otherwise, Vasilevsky. Connor Hellebuck had a crazy season when we were playing hockey, as I recall. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna go Tukarask. Yeah. Apparently, it is going to be Hellebuck because technically the Jets would have miss the playoffs without him or whatever uh but whatever. that's crazy that the jets were in the playoffs i have no memory of that i know i forgot about that <laughs> completely all right how about the norris we got victor hedman we got roman yossi and we got john carlson roman yossi, roman yossi gets it literally every single year it's the roman yeah. yossi handsome boy award <laughs> 
Do you think it's gonna be? Do you think it's gonna be Carly's Carly's year? They might pity Carly. Him. And They're gonna pity Carly, and he, he doesn't was deserve a liability, it. and he doesn't deserve it. And he doesn't fine. deserve it, so he that makes me believe that the NHL will absolutely do it because that's actually yes, a really good point. But yeah, reward him. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, we love to reward bad behavior. Yeah, they really do. Okay, how about the heart, which is like the isn't that like the MVP the best boy award? Yeah, the heart. Yeah, finalists are Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, and Artemi Panarin. Who do you think? Dreisaitl. It's going to be Dreisaitl. Again, the Oilers only had two boys. I want Nathan McKinnon to win. He's square. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like tired of the Oilers winning that award. They always win that award. It's because that's all they can have is best yeah, supporting actress. The heart. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all right, they can have it. Did there? There's also the Ted Lindsay Award, which has the same nominees. And I don't really know the... Di- oh, I guess it's the Players... The players vote for the Ted Lindsay Award, and the writers vote for, right? Mm. Well, the players do vote for the, the, the that one. Right. I don't know who votes for the heart, because I was not paying attention. Like journalists the, and shit? Right. That's what I think. And then the Ted Lindsay is the players, and, and so who do you think the players will vote for? Nate Mack. I think they'll vote Nate for Nate Mack. Mack as well. Yeah, they're going to be like, he's our bro, he's our friend. He's our friend. Yeah. I'm, I like that rectangle. Leon Dreisaitl's too handsome. Yeah, I'm not threatened <laughs> by his handsomeness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then and of Artemi course, Panarin's Russian, so we can't. So, so we don't trust him. that. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, and then, of course, we have the best baby of the year. Awards. Canucks. The Canucks always win this award. <laughs> so you you you're going for Quinn Hughes. The Quinn other Hughes. the other two are Dominique Kubalik, who we talked about, who has that wonderful story from the Hawks. Yes, cute uh, boy. And Kale McCarr from the Abs. Those are three extremely good boys. Those are just that's a good just baby after baby after baby. There, there is there's no, no Bart Harley Jarvis. <laughs> That's a little think you should leave joke. We the comedies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kelly Kelly says Quinn Hughes. I want Quinn Hughes to win. It's got to be Huggy Bear. I got. I really want Huggy Bear to win it. I don't know if he will, but I just really love it when the Vancouver Canucks have so many. Well, I, I guess Brock Presser didn't win, but he was a finalist. Okay, that so. also counts. I, I just you know I I love and respect the other babies, but I'm all in for Huggy Bear. Yeah, like I, I think. We all know that a huggy bear, huggy bear is, is the is the baby the, of the year. He's the best boy. Uh, but we also love Kale McCarr. We do we love Kale McCarr. He's a Dominic cute Kubelik. little boy. And I want to say about huggy bear is that the Vancouver Canucks have customized huggy bear shirts oh <laughs> with a huggy bear on it. Also, they have socks with Elias with Elias Petrosian on them. And um, we we've seen uh, Louis Domingue playing golf. It would, no, I think it was Thatcher Demko. Oh, Thatcher, Thatcher Demko. I don't well, know what I'm saying other, with I my words. <laughs> Who amongst us it does? It was definitely Thatcher Demko. Uh, we can cut that out and forget it. <laughs> it was Thatcher Demko. I just got stressed about the point getting is, things wrong. They're Thatcher all Demko obsessed with each other. And that's how you succeed at hockey. And that's the real Calder trophy, is being obsessed with your friends. Uh, and I think that's it from us for now. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Do Hockey for updates. We are also on Tumblr at You Can't Do That Pod, and you can email us at You Can't Do That Pod at gmail.com. We love getting emails from you. Um, and we have a Patreon. 
uh, which is uh, not on here, and I forgot to see if it was on there. We, you can also find us on Patreon at You Can't Do Hockey. <laughs> at patreon.com okay whatever if you uh, google uh, you can't do hockey google you can't do that patreon also patreon. i'm pretty sure it's on our website guys all those all those slideshows i i recommended oh before yes. are on the discord yes. i really highly recommend they are really great at showing you little notice players and giving you really hilarious things about them and also things where you're just like i'm carrying 800 water bottles now like, how did i get here how did i get here so I'd recommend it. Yes, yeah, the content from the Discord is impeccable. Like it is worth worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So our producers are Danielle Savoy and Laura Reinecke. Our theme music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Our cover art was designed by Kay Wilson. Thanks for listening. I've been Rave. I'm Eva. And I'm Kelly. And happy Stanley Cup final. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> it's like one time I got bit by a dog because I went into the wrong apartment. <laughs> so I went into like the apartment on the second floor. I was supposed to go to the third floor and I got not like gently, but the dog was like, this isn't your house and was like, I mean, kind of pawing me. They were right. And then <laughs> they were correct. The dog was absolutely right. And by the way, my thought process in that moment was like, who brought a dog into my apartment and rearranged all the furniture? And it turned out that the keys just opened whichever door oh, you went no. into. So that's very that was good bad. to know. But then like three hours later, I was taking a shower and I looked down at my leg and it was it had like like bump red, red uh, l- lesions. And I was like, holy shit, that's melanoma. I got I got melanoma. That's a. That's a skin cancer. Uh, and it. I actually called the dermatologist and made an appointment and I was crying. Uh, and then as I was going to bed that night thinking about what I should do with the like three months of my life that were left, I was like, a dog hit you. A dog hit you with his paws. It's not melanoma. 